Hey there, I'm Matt Tommy, and over the last 10 years, I've helped thousands of Christian artists all over the world start thriving spiritually, artistically, and in the marketplace, while at the same time building my own super successful art business. If you're ready to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live in His kingdom, then you're in the right place, my friend. Now with over a million downloads, you're listening to the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. Well, hey, friends, welcome to another uh, episode of the Thriving Christian Artist. So glad that you're here, and I'm excited to introduce you to a brand new friend of mine, Rachel Ridge, who is not only a great artist, but she's an artist coach, creativity coach, author, speaker, the the whole shebang. Rachel, so glad that you're here. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for inviting me. This is awesome. Absolutely. We were just joking and saying, you know, we're, we could have met in between here. We're not too far away from each other in Texas, but are you a, a, a Texas person? Have you grown up in Texas your whole life? Or? Well, I moved here when I was 17 and never left. So, uh, and and my claim is all my kids and grandkids are native Texans. So I guess I'm I'm as Texan as they can come. You're in, you're in. That's <laughs> right. so, well, hey, listen, for those folks that are just kind of getting to know who you are and what you do, why don't you give us the, the thumbnail sketch of, of your world and then we'll kind of get into a little bit of, of your story. Oh, absolutely. Well, I am uh, an artist and a writer. I have a um, about a 15 to 20 year career as a muralist and surface designer here in the uh, Dallas Fort Worth area. Um, began writing as a blogger, and um, that has um, morphed into writing books and illustration and speaking. It's been an amazing creative journey. Um, I'm a mom, a grandmother, and uh, a, a donkey wrangler. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get into a little bit of that as people are going, what is that? What does that even mean? But, you know, it, it is amazing. I, I just... I love interviewing people on the podcast and just seeing how God brings convergence into their life because a lot of us as artists, you know, that was the thing that God put in our heart. We say yes to that. And as you just kind of keep saying yes and walking down the road, he, he brings all of these incredible things in our life. These things that kind of seem like disparate parts and like, how could this ever work together? And, and it ends up in a life like you're living right now, which seems you know, when people see it on the surface, it may be like, oh, my gosh, she's living the dream. But I mean, there's there's been a journey to that. Right. It's, it's not just all uh, rainbows and unicorns, as they say. Right. Uh, I love what you said about just uh, saying yes. Yeah. Uh, it, I think life is a series of yeses um, and they're they're small. They may not it may not look like a path towards something, but, you, you know, as you keep saying yes to opportunities and um, small things that come your way, it, it's amazing when you look back and and see just how far those small steps yeah. can take you. So, you know, my uh, creative journey is not one that I grew up thinking oh, I, I you know, this is what I want to do. This is what, what I want to become. But um, it just really being open to um just learning new things, learning a craft, uh, being willing to be a, a learner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and and doing, you know, just working on the mastery of of those different crafts has led to some really, um, uh, you know, just amazing experiences. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit about you know your craft as an artist and studio practice and that sort of thing. But I think just from getting to know you and that sort of thing on your website and seeing the things that. That you're about. I know you are really passionate, like I am, about 
thriving internally so that you can thrive externally. And, you know, when did you start to make that connection? For me, it was like in my later 30s that I started realizing, oh, my mindset and my belief about who I am, about who God is, is completely jacked up. And as, as God started healing those places in my life, I started being able to walk more fully in the things that he had called me to. So what was that journey like uh, for you? Because I know we all have those kind of roadblocks that we we walk through. Wow, that that's a great question. Um, boy, I think I think of life as really being an unfolding journey. It, mm. You know, I don't think you're ever really there. And, um, you know, as you look back, you may see uh, uh, pivotal moments. Sure. Um, <laughs> but, you know, when you're in it, they don't feel like pivotal. That's moments. right. <laughs> <laughs> they feel like feels, pitiful moments, right? Like, right. Oh, what do I do? What do I... Gosh, that, that is so true. Um, you know, I think um, understanding who I am as a as a creative person, um, if we want to just kind of focus on that one aspect of it, was not something that... Um, that I really expected. It really wasn't until my mid thirties uh, mm. that I um, just had a desire to make something, do something creative. And I had been discouraged by a ninth grade art teacher um, back when I was 13 or 14 years old, um, had signed up for an art class, was so excited, could not do the very first um assignment. And I waited until after class to just talk to the teacher and get yes. some encouragement. And his words to me were, young lady, if you can't do this first assignment, you have no business being in my class. <laughs> and, I, you know, I, I was so, oh. cr- I was so crushed by yeah. his, rem- by his remark. Um, you know, now I, I think, oh, if he had only just taken a, a few more seconds to encourage me to try macrame or, yeah. uh, you know, collage or uh, basket weaving or, you know, what whatever. There's so many different art forms. I just couldn't do that specific one thing. But uh, what happened was, is I, I internalized that and uh, did not see myself as being a creative person, never picked up a paintbrush, never picked mm. up a pencil mm. until, until a moment, you know, in my, in my thirties with three little kids and just feeling a, just a, a wish for some to do something. And so I signed up for uh, a craft painting class at my local Michaels and, um, goodness, we were painting one little trivet, a little tile. <laughs> we did a little grapevine wreath yeah. on it. And um, and I still have it. Um, but one dip of the paintbrush into that paint, and so I just felt like a spark. You wow. know, something came wow. alive. And, um, you know, I started painting uh, birdhouses and <laughs> flower pots. <laughs> Anything that would stand still, right? Here. Very small, very small goals. My goal, right. honestly, was um, when I started selling my things, my my big business goal was to make enough money so I could have my hair highlighted. <laughs> <laughs> Priority, I started with Christmas money, right? If I can just sell you know? enough baskets to make my Christmas money, I'll be fine. So. Right. And, and I think that's a good thing. You know, we start with small, doable sure. goals that we can achieve. And when we get there, we, you know, can set our side onto the next thing. Um, but to but circling back to your point of just um 
kind of reimagining what your life can be and reimagining how how we see ourselves. Um, I definitely had to make some mental shifts uh, to to see myself in a new light, to to see uh, myself as someone who could do creative things who yeah. could step out and um you know and then there's always the next challenge to say yes to but but um i i think that there's such great clarity that comes when you're willing to face uncertainties and and uh face your fears of doing that next thing yeah absolutely absolutely i can i can just remember on my own journey and i you know in mentoring so many artists i see them going through the this process of, of taking those next steps. And mm-hmm. I think one of the big, probably the biggest accelerator I see in artists is when they start stepping into developing that regular time in the studio and that studio practice. I, I, I made my baskets for 13, 14 years as a hobbyist, like in the garage and the shed and the, you know, whatever. But when I moved to Asheville years ago, back in uh, late 2009 uh, and started showing up in the studio five, six, eight, 10 hours a day and making on a regular basis is all, it was amazing to me, the acceleration, you know, that started to happen in my journey. And I think a lot of times artists can be sitting there going, I wish God would bless my art. I wish this would happen. I wish that would happen. I'm like, so much of it is just showing up in the studio. So talk about that. Cause I know, I know you're really passionate about developing that creative practice, whether you're doing it professionally or whether you're doing it just as a uh, spiritual practice or, or even hobby. Well, I think as, uh, as a creative, whatever your uh, niche is, um, whether it's, you know, writing or um, any, any kind of creative form, um, it really is important to establish a creative practice so yeah. that you um you know, ex- have time to experiment sure. without it, without pressure, <laughs> other than the commitment of uh, of taking the time, and and maybe it is just a daily five or ten minutes that you focus on a, an aspect of of your work. But this is what really I, I believe separates you from um, simply being an, a, a hobbyist to maybe taking it to that next level yeah, and yeah. and discovering. So I, you know, I think when we are, when we're, we're doing things for just kind of for our own benefit, we don't push ourselves. We don't, um, experiment, uh, as much, uh, having a deadline or having a, a, a gift show or having, yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> having Christmas, uh, yeah. you know, uh, or, uh, you're making a gift for a birthday present. It's amazing how having a deadline to your work, accelerates as you said your artistry your imagination but um but having a daily practice i think can be just uh simple things like uh journaling or having yeah. a small notebook or or incorporating a daily walk or maybe even a daily meditation into into your creative practice so it's not just your art form but it's it's really giving yourself permission to uh bring your best self to your work yeah. and so for me my what my daily uh my creative practice uh looks like um doing morning pages <laughs> uh handwriting uh just kind of a brain dump getting out for a regular walk um 
sometimes it's, you know, doing art on uh, Canva uh, or, you know, something, uh, something creative in that way, but just incorporating good practices into our lives to, to yeah, help that yeah. spark. Yeah. I, I so relate to that, just creating the space, you know, in your life for creativity to happen, right. Giving yourself the brain space. And as much as, you know, we all want that to just happen on autopilot. I think we, we all realize, especially those of us that are doing art professionally, you know, there is, an intentionality that is required for life and for our creative practice to develop and, and expand and that sort of thing. And it takes some, some grip then it takes some, some stick to itiveness in it. I mean, how have you, uh, you know, dealt with that over, over your life and journey and how do you help others begin to develop that resilience and grit in their lives mm-hmm. so that they can stay the course and, and really, you know, develop in, in all that God's called them to creatively. Mm-hmm. I think that it starts with giving yourself permission to pursue your art, um, whether it's on the fringes of your life um, or even if it is your full time uh, work. But we are always waiting for somebody else to open a door or give us permission to set up a little corner of the house mm. to do our work or to take time that would be maybe taking time away from um, our other responsibilities. Um, we put all those other responsibilities first. And then we say, well, if I have some time left over, I will work on my art or I will work on my craft. Right. And so um, having a having a mental shift to say, I give myself permission to make this a priority, to spend um, time developing this craft and working on it and giving it importance and then telling people, this is important to me. Yeah. This is this is my half hour to do my thing, or this is my two hours on a Saturday to spend uh, on my craft, uh, put a do not disturb sign on the door or... <laughs> <laughs> Or whatever you need to do, but yeah. I, I think giving yourself the permission is is really the 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 very first step to yeah. to making that an uh, an important part of your life, and then from that comes the resilience and the grit um, to you know to continue after yeah. it. Yeah, and I, I think for me too, it, it, the realization that hey, if this if this gift was important enough for God to put inside mm-hmm. of me, it's important enough for me to to be cultivating, you know, intentionally in my life and to be able to connect my creative gifting with my spiritual journey with the Lord is, is I think really life-giving for so many of us, because it's like, it's, this is not just a little extra thing that I'm doing, that this is how I've been created to not only engage with God, but also engage with others and release his light in life. And I, that's a, that's a beautiful thing. I think when all that begins to, begins to come together. Mm. You know, you have uh, this this other, you know, creativity is, is, is a big part of who you are. But I think, again, as you said, yes to the Lord, he is expanding your borders and all the things that you've, you've uh, you know, are, are doing right now. You've got a, a new book coming out this year. Talk to us about the donkey principle and, and how all of that came to be. I was I was so uh, in fact, guys, definitely you'll get the, the link uh, in the podcast notes and on YouTube. But there's a great little video on there about the donkey story and all that. But bring us into that and talk about talk about what's on your heart right now with that. Uh, well, the Donkey Principle is uh, a book that's coming out uh, April 4th. And um, gosh, the whole the whole thing is just such a, a an amazing story. But um, many years ago, uh, 
at a really low point of my art career, uh, a stray donkey arrived <laughs> literally on my driveway. Only in Texas, <laughs> right? Only in Texas. <laughs> and uh, make a, to make a long story short, uh, an overnight stay became a permanent. He became a permanent member of our family. Wow. Um, this uh, stray donkey, we named him Flash. And he uh, had just so many adventures and it was just, he became like my own personal object lesson out there in the pasture, how I began to see myself reflected in this, you know, stubborn, uh, stray, but sweet uh, donkey. And um, I, as I, and I was blogging at the time, I I began to kind of share some of those uh, funny, just funny donkey stories. And, uh, I, I began to realize that I, I had enough stories to maybe write a book. And, um, so I wrote, I wrote a book about Flash the donkey and, uh, <laughs> and it's done really well. It's, um, just gone far and wide and, um, been optioned as a movie and, oh. and uh, has led to so many, to so many things. And what I have found is, is that, um, there's something, um, um, about the metaphor of of a donkey um, that I related to, just feeling uh, like a like a shabby, shaggy donkey in a world that celebrates racehorses. Mm. Uh, the flashy, the shiny, the winners, the ones in the winner's circles, the ones that seem to have success by the tail. And um, you know, and I show up and I and I look at my own journey, and it feels like this meandering. <laughs> <laughs> stumbling path sure, sure. forward but i i was really uh reminded that um that we are not that we're not built for life on a racetrack mm-hmm. um, we're really we're built to take our lives off road onto the difficult tracks are we are we are made for hard work and for service we're really made for a gold mine right mm-hmm. so instead of competing for that elusive gold medal that temporary success what we have within us is 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 a an absolute gold mine a, a wealth that we can bring to the world but it doesn't happen overnight it's not something that you win it's something that you have to dig for mm-hmm. um you have to be willing to go deep time after time into that gold mine to, and you know half the time we're bringing up rocks and <laughs> and rubble <laughs> But there is, but there's a vein of gold that's, that's in there. And, um, and that's what that donkey metaphor is all about. And, um, what I wrote about in the donkey principle. And, um, so it's, it's really, it's an encouragement to embrace the strengths, the unique strengths that you have rather than comparing yourself to the Instagram influencers or the people who have their art and, you know, their creativity and their gifts and they're, they're out there. And then we look at what we have and feel, um, you know, so, so lacking in comparison and, um, and really the message is like, no, you, you know, you're not made to be that flashy, shiny person. <laughs> you're made to be you. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and to be able to pace yourself for the long haul, to be able to serve people with the gifts that you have been given to just um, dig into those, into that gold that's been put within you and bring that to the world. And that's where the true wealth, that meaningful success is found. Yeah, that's so good. So good. 
listen, I wish we could talk for days and days because I know we would have great conversation, but I, I, our time is coming to an end and I wanted to give everybody the, the opportunity to connect with you, find out all the great things that you're doing, grab the book when it comes out. I'm sure you could probably pre-order it or whatever. And uh, so where's the best place that folks can uh, connect with you online? Uh, my website is rachelannridge.com. And uh, from there, you can find all the books and links to everything else. So yeah, I'd love to connect with you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for taking time. It's been a joy to get to know you a little more and hear all the great things that, that you're about in your world. So thanks for being with me today. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.